New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome back to the New Vision Podcast. This is Todd Briner, the online and student pastor, and I'm glad to once again be able to share with you guys. Today we're talking about kind of the process that the priests would go through as they're getting ready to do their ministry, kind of the day-to-day ministry and how they would perform it in the tabernacle. And so it says this in Exodus 30, 17 through 38. Then the Lord said to Moses, make a bronze wash basin with a bronze stand. Place it between the tabernacle and the altar and fill it with water. Aaron and his sons will wash their hands and feet there. They must wash with water whenever they go into the tabernacle to appear before the Lord. And when they approach the altar to burn up their special gifts to the Lord, or they will die. They must always wash their hands and feet or they will die. This is a permanent law for Aaron and his descendants to be observed from generation to generation. Then the Lord said to Moses, collect choice spices, 12 pounds of pure myrrh, six pounds of fragrant cinnamon, six pounds of fragrant calamus, and 12 pounds of cassia as measured by the weight of the sanctuary shekel. Also get one gallon of olive oil. Like a skilled incense maker, blend these ingredients to make a holy anointing oil. This sacred oil to anoint the tabernacle, the Ark of the Covenant, the table and all its utensils, the lampstand and all its accessories, the incense altar, the altar of burnt offering, and all its utensils, and the wash basin with its stand. Consecrate them to make them absolutely holy. After this, whatever touches them will also become holy. Anoint Aaron and his sons also, consecrating them to serve me as priests. And say to the people of Israel, the holy anointing oil is reserved for me from generation to generation. It must never be used to anoint anyone else. And you must never make any blend like it for yourselves. It is holy and you must treat it as holy. Anyone who makes a blend like it or anoints someone other than a priest will be cut off from the community. Then the Lord said to Moses, gather fragrant spices, resin, droplets, mollusk shells, and galbanum, and mix these fragrant spices with pure frankincense weighed out in equal amounts, using the usual techniques of incense maker. Blend the spices together and sprinkle them with salt to produce a pure and holy incense. Grind some of the mixtures into a very fine powder and put it in front of the Ark of the Covenant, where I will meet you in the tabernacle. You must treat this incense as holy. Never use the formula to make this incense for yourselves. It is reserved for the Lord, and you must treat it as holy. Anyone who makes incense like this for personal use will be cut off from the community. Exodus 30, verses 17 through 38 from the New Living Translation. And so I just want to point out one thing that I think we can apply to our lives today, and one truth that the priests were doing Every day, multiple times a day, that we need to put in place in our own lives. And it says back all the way in verse 19 and 20 that Aaron and the sons will wash their hands and the feet there. 
and they must wash with water whenever they go into the tabernacle to appear before the Lord. And when they approach the altar to burn up their special gifts to the Lord, or they will die. And so when they got ready to do their priestly ministry, as often as they had to do an assignment, do a task, do one of the acts of service, they would wash their hands and they would wash their feet. Now, this bronze basin, this bronze wash basin was inside the courtyard of the tabernacle or of the of the tabernacle complex. So they would have the entryway and in that entryway, they would have the altar. Then you would see the wash basin and then you would see the tabernacle, the, the holy place that then also had the holy of holies inside of it. And so here's what is very interesting to me. The water came after the altar. The first thing you would see was the altar where they would make the sacrifices, where the blood would be shed, where they would sacrifice the animals. And, and, and that would happen over and over again. And then after that, further in, as they were getting closer to go where they needed to go and meet with God and serve him, was the wash basin. And so here's what I get. The first thing you see was the sacrifice. And so the blood was shed. It was as if the sins were forgiven with those sacrifices, but they washed themselves just to be pure, just to get that stain of sin that builds up on people off of them before they went to do their service. And I think of it like this. I think of it like this. We are completely and 100% forgiven when we enter into a personal relationship with Jesus. Our past sins are forgiven. Our present sins are forgiven. Our future sins are forgiven. When God looks at us, he no longer sees the record of the sins and the wrongs that we commit and will commit. He sees the perfect, pure record of Jesus. And so we are completely forgiven. We're completely forgiven. Our spot for all eternity with God is secured. But we all know, even though we're forgiven, we still sin. We still mess up. Now, these sins don't take away our relationship with God, but they keep us from maybe hearing from God. They keep us from maybe being of use to God. They keep us from that close, abiding relationship with him. And so it's like, They've been made right with God through the sacrifice at the altar, but they're just washing up to get that sin that just constantly comes. So I think that's the same for us. We've been made right with Jesus, but sin still creeps into our lives. And we need to constantly be washing ourselves of that sin. 1 John 1, 9 tells us how to do that. It says, but if we confess our sins to him, that's God, Jesus, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. So we already have that relationship with God. We already have been forgiven, but we still need that constant cleansing as sin creeps back into our life and doesn't take away our right standing with God, doesn't take away our relationship, but it takes away just our ability to serve him, our ability to hear from him our ability to walk in close relationship with him. And so I want you guys, as we're reading today, as we're listening, just to think about our lives and what's going on. 
Many of you here have had that time where you've accepted the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. The blood has covered your sins. You have that relationship and nothing can take that away. But how often are we examining ourselves and kind of spiritually speaking, washing those sins away through confession, confessing them to God? Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 gives us a great picture of this. It's talking about a race. And it's talking about kind of a race that's watched by, by a great crowd, cloud of witnesses. And it says this, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded, surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. And so here's what I want to challenge you to do today. I want to challenge you to think about what may be weighing you down right now. What sins or or even what good things are getting in the way of you following Jesus today, from you focusing on him. And, And let's confess those today. Let's throw them off. Let's run the race for Jesus today with nothing holding us back, nothing weighing us down, no sin, no distraction, but that we just refocus our eyes on Jesus. And then like the priest had to wash before all of his duties were done multiple times a day, may we wash ourselves spiritually, continually. All the time so that we can stay in that right and close relationship with God, focusing on him. So let me pray for us. And I don't want you just to go on to your next song, your next podcast today. Man, take some time and ask God what you may need to let go of, what sin you may need to confess, what weight you may need to cast off. God, I pray right now for all those who are listening to this podcast that they would take that time to just allow you to speak to them. They would take that time just to hear from you and that you would begin to show them what they need to cast off, what they need to get rid of, what sins they need to confess, how they need to just confess that sin and be cleansed, not cleansed for the forgiveness of their sins and a relationship with you, but, but cleansed to having that right relationship with you so they can love you more, serve you more and be of use to you and your kingdom. God, I pray that we'd all do that today. Pray this in your son's name. Amen. Again, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you Monday.